Really happy today is Monday, May 15th, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can be there for us simply by leaving us a review wherever you're listening to this or just on another player. It would really help us out and we would love it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So there's this news story that I read about. And you know, I love like health and science discoveries. There is a tiny battery that has just been proven to obliterate breast cancer tumors in mice by creating oxygen-free targets to better kill the disease. Now, I know the last part of that is like, whoa. Yeah, I was there with you until that. Wait, it's a battery? Yes, a small charging battery. And what do they do? Like put it inside the mouse or do they put it near them? So mouse? it's a salt water. In- okay. So it's salt water injected into the surrounding areas causes the battery inside the body to consume oxygen, which then singles out the cancer cells. Oh my God. You're kidding And me. creates a condition called hypoxia. By creating the hypoxia environment, the battery boosts the efficiency of HAP cancer meds. And then those meds are able to exploit that trait and kill the cancer. Okay, so hypoxia is an absence of enough oxygen in the tissues to sustain bodily functions. Right. So what you're saying is this ba- this battery has some sort of reaction with the saline. Uh-huh. Or the which salt Which creates hypoxia. Which will create hypoxia. And then okay. the medicine has okay. an easier way of finding what it's targeting. Because okay. of the environment. that the battery has created. They have pictures on this article from day zero to day 14. It is insane. Like after pictures of, of, of the insides of like where the, the tumors were and the tumors in the five mice that received the working battery and the HAP treatment, the tumors decreased in 14 days by an average of 90%. That's huge. It's huge. And then four of the 14, it was a complete tumor disappearance. 100%. Where did they get mice with tumors? Well, that was my question too. When I started reading, I got super excited. But then I was like, they have to probably infect the mice, right? Well, it's cancer though, right? I think that they place... The rodents, I think they put them, I think they put cancer in them. Can you? Ooh. Can you put cancer in things? Well, see, I didn't think you could, but I don't know. But it also makes that half of the story not as cool. Yeah, the second sure. half of the story, very cool. The first half of the story, you're like, wait a minute. Um, yeah. But also, but if you're fakely putting a cancer into something, does it have the same effect on if the cancer grew on its own? Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Is there anybody out there? I don't think we have anyone that's ever reached out that works 
in science, (laughs) yeah, biology or animal testing or uh, any of this stuff that can help us sort this out. Because we're yeah. a good, we're a good example of like the American public trying to sort out information, right? Yeah, I would say I so. so. Yeah, we're just we're just a litmus test of what the rest of the country's going through. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I bet the rest of the world, when they read about that, got very curious on where did batteries come from? Like, who created the first battery? Who was like? Who created the first battery? Yeah. I, I'm i guessing. Okay. Do you know the answer? Is that why? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You look it up and you have yeah. a rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, elect- because in my head, you couldn't make a battery until you knew about electricity. That's correct. Right, uh, which is what, Edison? Yes. Franklin? It's one yeah, of those yeah, two. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, and they that was... Yeah. So batteries, I would say 50s. Actually, isn't this crazy? 1859. Eyes. Yeah. And it says, though, it the it 50s. Was, you could yeah. have just given it to me. I it know. It was the 1850s, but I was right, technically. Yeah, you, that's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> no, but what's crazy is they call that the first true battery, but it was all done with like, elements right so like zinc and like acid like that's how they not what we're thinking of as a did you ever do the potato battery potato battery no you didn't ever make a potato battery at school no what's that Uh, okay so everyone needs to google how to create a potato battery you can do it at home really and it yeah and it creates electricity that's really cool. Wait, is the battery connected to the potato? It's kind of what you're talking about. No, no, no. It the certain metals like zinc, yeah, in the, in the potato make it, yeah, a battery. Oh, and a silver coin. Yeah, see, crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah, you can do it at wow. home. Enjoy okay, your science project. If you do that, will you take a video, people? And then email it to us or share it on Instagram. I would love that. 10 day at gmail.com. Okay. The battery will last until the potato goes bad. No way. It says it lasts up to two to five days. Can you still eat it? Like, would it be like radioactive? Can you still eat it? Okay. You talk about your next thing and I'll have that answer for you. Okay. Well, here's what's a crazy story. There is such thing as the world's most durable battery. It has been continuously functioning since 1840. And no one, yep, and no one knows why. It is referred to as the Oxford Electric Bell. No one knows why it's lasted so long. And here's what's crazy. It's inside this little like clear box. And scientists have said, we cannot open this box to study it. Because if we do, we think that it will stop working. So they don't know why it's still Do they know who made it or where it came from? Well, it was in the 19 or 1840s, which is basically the when they started creating that whole science. So they think it was Robert Walker, a physics professor, and it was a battery designed to propel a hanging metal ball. And it was propelling it quickly back and forth between two small bells. 
Well, hundreds of years later, it is still working and it's still ringing. It has said that it's been ringing over 10 billion times over the last hundreds of years. And they don't know why because they can't open it. They said, if we open this, it could be destroyed. So for now, we'll just have to marvel at the mysteries of science. I think that sounds like something off a show on the sci-fi channel. I know. Like, I uh, think like it's because show. it's being housed. I think because it's in this cylinder, uh-huh. that this cylinder has trapped that power. The power is what? literally been trapped inside of this cylinder. And it's feeding and back it's, onto itself? it's just feeding over and over. It's the circle of battery life. Like, it's just... Yeah, which means that if we created some sort of tube with like battery power in it and never opened it, the batteries would stay alive. But it's because we, the batteries are in the elements that power goes out into the universe and isn't contained. This is a good time to remind everyone we're a comedy podcast and not a science podcast. Do not quote that at the water cooler today, but you can start (laughs) off a conversation if you want. I, I don't know. It kind of sounds like, uh, you know, in half of my head, and I think it's because I'm always scripting movies in my head. Yeah. But to me, I'm like alien tech. 30 seconds remaining. That's so true. If it I were writing a Hollywood alien. movie, if I were writing a movie, that would be alien tech. I don't think the world is really like Hollywood blockbusters, but I'm just saying that's where my writer brain went to. Oh, wow. No, but that also could be true. Like maybe in the 1800s, we were on to something. Nine. Eight. And then seven, we just let it go by six, the wayside. Five, four, three. Don't two, eat the potato battery. One.